fine people? How's it going, there, fine people? What's up with me high tones? It's too hot in LA, but welcome to the podcast. Welcome, random. You're, you made it back, you dirty, dirty whores. Number 132. With me, Marquez. How is it going? Back in LA. Oh, I was away, but now I am back. Back with a bang. Bang goes my heart, and down I went. To debt, to debt, to debt. Can't be a debt tone to start the rambling podcast. Remember when I used to sing like a whore? It's the 30th of July. Bye, 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 July. You're gone. Did we have a good July, people? Did we have a good July? Oh, my God. I can't believe it's August. Actually, shit. I was meant to get stuff done before August. And have I it done? No is the answer. No, because I'm a fucking clown. Clowning, clowning around. And then you're like, oh, Jesus, I was meant to have this done by June. And now it's August. So, oh, dearie me. Oh, no. We need to sort that out, you know. <clears throat> it's good to be back in LA. I was away. I was touring like who? Where did I go? I went all over the shop. I went... I was in San Diego one day, then New York, upstate New York, and then Vermont, Bernie Sanders town, old Bernie Bernie, <coughs> good old Vermont, where I heard someone say, abso-friggin-tootly, abso something like that, some waiter, that I was like, he's a good waiter, isn't he, and then he said, abso-friggin-tootly. And I said, oh, you just lost out on your tip there, buddy. Now I want a refund. You ruined the meal by saying abso-friggin-dootly. Now I'm back. I, I was, it's great to be back in L.A., to be honest. I like all those other places I went to. Well, I like New York, Albany, what's going on, and Vermont. It's quaint. It's kind of nice. I'd say I get bored after two days, three days there. Um, San Diego's fun. Hot women going out with homeless-looking dudes. That's what San Diego's all about. If you're a homeless-looking fella, maybe you are homeless and you want a 9 or a 10. Girlfriend, go to San Diego. You'll be flying. You'll be up the walls with delight. I got banned from San Diego one time. We actually drove by the place that we... So every year in Ireland... Well, this podcast all over the place. But stick with it, people. The coffee's kicking in. So, you know, the rambles will all come together. Please, God. Please, God. But when we were in university in Ireland, every year you go to America. And you just spend 90 days getting hammered. 90 days getting drunk as a skunk. And you pretend I'm going to find a job. And you find a job in a t-shirt shop making spray paint t-shirts for the summer. Or some crap like that. One summer, the first summer, we went to San Diego. And we were staying in a hostel. And we were meant to find a house, but we were too lazy. So we just kept renting out a room in a hostel. Like an eight-bed eight room for four of us or something. 
Then one night we came back and we had been out boozing and we came back and the place was on fire and we were too drunk to realize it was in our room. One of the guys we were with left a cigarette or a joint on the bed and then he went to the shop and then the whole place went up in flames. And the best part was we had just paid for another couple of weeks rent or something. And we had also just went shopping at some retail centers that that very day. So we all had new clothes burnt to a cinder. A lot of us had our clothes almost fully gone too. And then the police came. And my friend broke the other friend's nose because he was dumb and we told him not to do it. Because he'd left cigarettes on the bed already. Or joints. I can't remember. And he broke his nose, the police were called, the ambulances were there, the fire brigades were there, and then the police said, okay, we need your passport numbers. And we said, why? And then we found out when we went to a hotel and asked us for passports, and they were like, oh, you can't stay here. The police said you weren't allowed to stay in San Diego, so you should leave. And we had to get a bus or a train, a bus, I think, which is brutal, up to San Francisco. And for some weird reason, the dude who set the whole place on fire, Paul, he stayed in San Diego and was able to enjoy his summer because he had a friend there with a house. And we were like, oh, well, best of luck there, Paul. Enjoy the trip. Um, anyway, every time I go back to San Diego, I tell whoever I'm with that story and they just go, okay. Don't care. <laughs> Don't really care. I just want to go and find find the venue. I did a show there uh, in a brewery. It's pretty good. It was packed, little packed brewery. Was it a brewery? No, it was just a bar. I'm I don't know. It actually kind of was one of those hip brewery bars. One of those bullshit places. They gave me drink tokens. I was like, many vodka. We only have beer. I hate places that we only have beer. Beer or wine. Why not just buy a bottle of vodka? Stick it in the back. We'll be good to go. Get me drunk. I don't want your shitty beer. I don't want to be sitting around with beer connoisseurs. Oh, this is Otzi. Oh, this is Wheaty. Oh, this tastes like the girl has trush. I like a bit of yeast. Like a bit of yeast up there in my mouth. What's this beer called? The kind of light, light, light beer. What's it called? Trush. Lovely. Nice. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yes, I like the foamy head up in it. Love for me, for me, for me. Bit of yeast in the beer. Um. Oh, and then New York. I flew to New York. Jeez, I was so dumb. So that was. When was that? I had a show Wednesday. Then I went to San Diego Thursday. Then Friday. Oh, yeah, Friday. My sister was in town. My sister was visiting from Ireland with some of her friends. And I forgot that I was going away that week. Because I'm the best person ever. She flew in Friday, and I was like, oh, dear. I leave Saturday early, early, early for shows in New York. I can't back out of them now. They've sold out. You know me, I'm a great brother. Top ten brothers. I'd be in the top ten. Even though she only has two brothers, I would still be in the top ten. 
it was funny. We went. I met her in West Hollywood, and uh, she was with her buddies. And this car drove by us after lunch, and it sounded like someone in the car was like, "Oh my God, it's Marquez!" And drove by, and her friends were like, "Oh my God, is that a fan?" And I didn't recognize who was in the car, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know," because we were by the laugh factory, and I think my face was on the marquee. So they thought that I was the man. They were like, oh, that's so cool. They thought I was so cool. And I didn't know who it was. And I was like, yeah, I am cool, huh? I'm cool. Cool, cool. And then after they left, about 20 minutes later, my buddy phoned me. And he was like, you don't even salute me when I drive by? And I was like, oh, that was you. And he was like, yeah. And then I saw on his Instagram, he didn't say, oh, my God, that's Marquez. He said, stay away. He has AIDS. <laughs> so that was nice of him to yell out to my sister. He thought she was just a girl that I was cracking on to. That was the dumbest part that night. My sister came to show her buddies. Uh, that was the first time she seen me doing stand-up. And she was like, well, well, our mom can never see you doing this performance and i said indeed 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 she cannot but then oh after it people were like oh i was getting texts from girls that saw me but didn't come up to me and they're like hey saw you out didn't want to interrupt you with your new girl hey you're out with your is that your girlfriend <laughs> so dumb all these kind of weirdly passive aggressive texts hey you there with your girl Hey, where are you and your girl going? And I was like, it's my sister, you fucking idiots. Oh, the joys, the joys, the joys. I was so happy, though. My sister was telling me drama from Ireland. Like, pointless family drama. Not my immediate family, but outside family. And uh, people we know drama. And I was like, wow, I've escaped it all. I've escaped drama and I've escaped weddings. Thanks to living in LA. So thanks, LA. You've you've served me well. If nothing else, you've helped me through life by not having go to weddings and not dealing with pointless, pointless in-house drama. Wow, what a joy to miss out on all of that. And if any family members listening, well, you know, I'm sorry that you're all. <laughs> Drama's so dumb. Jesus, I don't know why people get involved in that. It's all pointless, too. It's beyond belief. What are you doing, people? Why would you bother? Why would you bother? The drama of women in LA thinking I'm dating my sister. Should have been like, yeah, it's my girlfriend. It's also my sister, but that's how you, you never know, huh? It's LA. I was at a coffee place earlier. And, uh, a girl met a dude and it was like a first date or something and the girl was like it was daytime too so I don't know why she even said she's like just so you know I don't sleep with a guy on a first date and the guy was like oh yeah of course and then she was like unless it's for money and they laughed and he was like really and it turns out she was a whore she was an escort of some kind and he they said something and he said how much and I didn't hear fully because there was a clatter of the coffee being made. And then he said, I'll go to the bank right now. And she said, let's go. And they left. And I don't know if it was real, but it seemed very real at the time. I'd love to know how much she said. 
Imagine she was like four four dollars. <laughs> four dollars. I'm an upscale kind of woman. Four dollars. That'd be kind of a good. Uh, that'd be a good twist in an otherwise boring situation. The date. Uh, oh, I've got to go on a date with a girl. Two minutes into it, you're like, she's like, I'm a whore. And you're like, I've got money. And you're like, let's get it on. And then you're good to go. I don't really believe in dates. Um, not a fan of dates. Because... Uh, you you don't want to let the girl know that sh- that you like her. That's why I don't like dates. You don't want to. You want to have the upper hand, fellas, at all time. If you take a girl on a date, she's gonna be like, "Oh, he's into me." Then you're ruined. <laughs> I love that there's dudes out there that'll say dumb shit like that. Guys on Twitter will be like, "Men age like wine. Women age like milk." This ugly fucking wrinkled tall looking white dude is <laughs> men aged like wine we get better women aged like milk I feel like that's this is kind of I personally don't like outspoken women because confidence scares me <laughs> confidence oh confident woman no thank you no thank you no I want someone meek like a mill I want a wallflower sitting there. Guys will be like, oh, I want someone who's quiet and doesn't talk too much. And then they'll get a girlfriend who's quiet and talk doesn't talk too much. And they'll be like, I just want someone who's like involved in the conversation, you know. I had a buddy who did that recently. He was like, yeah, I just don't want a girl who's like, I just need a chill girl. Doesn't have to be center for attention. Just a chill girl, and then he started going out with a chill girl, and he was like, hey, "She's just too chill. <laughs> she's just too chill. Like, I just I need someone who's like uh, a good laugh and can keep up with me, and like doesn't mind like talking to people. And oh, you want someone who's the center of attention, huh? Or is the grass always greener? Will you never be happy? I feel like that's in LA. You'll just be like, ah, fuck, I'll never be happy. But if you could admit it, you'll be like, fair enough. Whereas if you got somewhere like Vermont or Albany, then you'll just be like, oh, shit, there's not a lot of options here. Let's take anything I can get. Let's settle down. Phew, I found someone, thank God. Whereas like in New York and LA, you just got just too many options. So you come up with stuff like, don't. If you date, if you if you ask her on a date, she might think you like her, and then you're then she's in control, fellas, and you don't want that because men age like wine and women age like milk, left out in the sun, with a dog sitting in the bowl of milk. That's how women age, you know. Um, but then, then you got to deal with stuff like I flew back. To LA, when day did I come back? I don't know. Can you remember? Uh, Thursday? Maybe, yeah, Thursday. Last Thursday. And literally the first text I get as my plane was landing. It was like, hey, I need your help. 
The baby rats that I rescued have gone missing in my house. Can you come help me find them? <laughs> They're like, why are you rescuing rats? And also, no, a very hard no. I already don't really like meeting up with people. And you want me to come over uh, and look for rats? <laughs> like, what a fucking request. I've been having some weird requests. People just say the weirdest stuff. And an Uber driver in New York. New York was so hot, first of all. I flew in, I was doing shows. I was doing shows with Jack Whitehall with shows. He's a great laugh. And then Michael Rappaport had shows. Also a great laugh. I love having shows with people who are laugh. They make it way more fun. Then just showing up and be like, oh, yeah, this person's kind of all right, I suppose. It's a good gig. Let's just do it. But, like, I was like, getting an Uber. My Uber driver, we were driving from the... Sh I got in, like, a, for some reason, I got in at 10 to my hotel. And the show was at 10.30. And I had to get, like, an Uber uptown. And the uh, Uber driver was like, oh, man, can you drive... <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, yeah, can you drive? And I was like, yeah, why? What kind of small talk is this? And he's like, do you mind driving? <laughs> I was like, why? Why can't you drive? He's like, I'm so tired, I'm going to pass out. And I was like, well, just drop me off first, please, because I'm caught in the close. And he was like, come on, man, just drive. And I'm like, you want me to drive your car drunk, huh? And he was like, go for it. And I was like, I thought this is the city that never sleeps, you lying fucker. I got an Uber driver in Albany. What a fucking weirdo. The worst thing Uber drivers, I feel, can say, like, when you get in is, where are we going? <laughs> You're like, I don't know, man. We don't know. We were coming back from a show. Oh, like, we just show in Albany. It was a great show. We did, there was a local host. So, like, Rappaport was... Uh, headlining then I was featuring then you get a host in these places that is like a local guy wow some of these guys can be so clueless they're usually kind of dull they're not really that funny but like they can just come across like an awful prick this dude like he asked me a question he was like what's your name and I told him even though it was like written down for him he's like oh I'll never remember that and I was like alright man cool <laughs> I don't know what to tell you if you can't remember my name and he's like oh, yeah. what is it again I forget it already and I was like alright you've got some weird fucking stick up your ass um, that's cool no need no need to let me know anymore and then he asked Rappaport he was like so like uh, how do you think your career is going something dumb like that and the show was fucking sold out on a Tuesday in Albany. And they're like, yeah, the club usually isn't even open. But uh, there was such high demand. We could have sold out two shows. And it was a nice club too, nice and big. And then the dude is like, so how do you think your career is going? And we're just looking at him and being like, why are you being a prick off the bat? And you're oblivious to the fact you're a prick. Why, I wonder. And then he was like, yeah, I saw you perform in New York last week oh you were fucking killing it 
and I was like, there's the answer to your question, you know. And he's like, it's weird. It's open here Tuesday. It's not usually open. You're like, ah, oh, you're just a you're just a bit of a slow prick. Um, but afterwards, so we did the show. So I was with Mike Rapper and then his little sidekick, Dean, Dean Collins. Two of them are funny, funny fuckers. Oh, I was having some laugh. They just complain and fight and are funny as fuck. You should watch some of their clips on Instagram. They make me laugh a lot. <laughs> they just fight the whole fucking time. But after the show, we were like, what's there to do? Albany is just like a mall and then everything's spread out. I feel like there's a lot of murders in the town. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like there's a prison in the town for some reason. It kind of feels like Sopranos, but where they take someone to kill him and just dump the body. And they wouldn't even have to dump the body too far. It's just like no one cares. There's nothing around. So you could just leave the body on the side of the street and be like, ah, oh, shit, another dead person. Um, but afterwards we went to get... Oh, Jesus. You'd be spoiled too. Like between LA and New York... Sometimes the women's at the women's the women at the shore are just like unreal, like models but proper models, like Victoria's Secret models or I don't know runway models, like people who are actually models, not just Instagram models and Irish models. <laughs> Where you're like, what? You're a model? Wow, I could be a model if you're a model, and I'm not good looking. Um, and I have got bad posture. That also annoys me, I realized today. Men with good posture. Fuck off, alright? Just leave us alone. Leave us crunched over backs. Uh, what's it called? Os- oscoliosis. Scoliosis. That's ni- neither than the right word, but we're not here for facts, people. We're here for stuff that you'll be like, ah, oh, I kind of know the sound of that. Oscoliosis. Whatever it's called, leave us crooked-backed fuckers alone, guys, with good posture. Um, <clears throat> what the fuck was I talking about? Jesus. Tangents, they kill me. They ruin me. Anyway, we do the show, and then we go... Oh, models. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. So then you go outside of New York or LA, and you're just like, oh, this is what normal people look like. I forgot. I forgot, and Dean was on. <laughs> he was on Tinder, and Bumble, and he was like, "You gotta look at these people." So I had a look too, and Jesus, like, there'll be twenty-seven-year-old women that look forty-nine because they're doing meth, and they're just like, "I'm just looking for a right guy," and my missing right tooth. Has anyone seen my tooth or my dream man? And you're like, "Is this real?" And then you're like, "Fuck, it is real." They linked to their Instagram. I saw one girl, she had five kids, she was training to be an assistant manager at Dunkin' Donuts, and she was like, very large, and uh, she had long hair on top, but she was fully bald in the middle. She looked like, like a bald man with long hair that he's not letting go of it was the I, I i couldn't explain it she had her instagram up there so i was like oh this is real and then in her bio she said something like no scrubs no second rate men for me 
It was like, this is Albany. I feel like anyone who gets anyone here is doing well. Albany. Oh, then after, we didn't know where to go because there was nothing to do and everywhere was closed. So the two granddads I was with, Rappaport and Dean, were like, let's go get some ice cream. So we Uber to this ice cream place. And it was like half... There was a university there, but it was also in the ghetto. So it was like, is this safe or dodge? And I felt a bit of both. It was weird. But the Uber, we were getting back to our hotel. We get in, and this dude was just like, the windows don't work. And I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, the AC doesn't work. We're like, all right, cool. Just drop us home. It's not too far. And he's like, where are we off to? And we were like, oh, it's in the it's in the thing. And he's like, yeah, just tell me where. And we were like, ah, oh, Jesus. So we told him the name, and then he brought us to the wrong hotel. But then he was saying stuff like, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not really an Uber driver. And we were like, oh, cool. Don't care. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I sell I sell weed on the black market. <laughs> and I was like, really? He goes, yeah, I do deliveries when I'm dropping off people. And I was like, do you have a gun? And he didn't answer, but there was an air of oh there's a gun in the car with us and then he started saying stuff like I asked him I was like where's good to go in Albany tonight if you're going to go out and he told me the name of a place so I googled it and there was a strip club and google maps this place looked like a fucking house a shitty house with a upstairs they were renting out an apartment for community meetings <laughs> I don't know it was the weird downstairs just looked it had like a strip club sign but you're like there's no way this is it's like someone has a strip club in their house and their house was falling apart and he was like it's the only good place on a Tuesday night in Albany I was like ah Jesus that's the place where you get killed huh you walk in you're like where are the women and they're like give us your money and you die out the back and you're there for 92 days until eventually someone's like I think there's a body out the back yeah, there's probably a few. It was the most depressing place I've ever seen. And the Uber driver was like, stupidly, because it was just such a weird conversation. I didn't lie when he was like, why are you in town? We were like, we're doing shows. And he was like, yeah, you know Rodney Dangerfield? And I was like, yeah, I know of him. I've seen him before perform. This is when he was alive, mind you, now. <laughs> it's like, obviously, you fuck. Uh, but I didn't say that because I remembered he had a gun in his car. And I remembered that this is a man who didn't seem to care about dying. That's what I felt like Albany was. And then Vermont. We drove to... Oh, then we were like, we're driving to these places. So we drove New York to Albany. Rappaport and Dean fighting, me laughing at them. Great times. They were laughing at me. We stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts on the way. She was like, do you want some food? I was like, do you have any porridge? Because they had a sign for, like, breakfast food. She was like, what's porridge? And then they were like, you can't come to Dunkin' Donuts and be like, do you have any porridge? <laughs> I was like, I, I will and I can. I refuse to say oatmeal. Um... And then we drove from Albany to Vermont. They're about like two and a half hours each. But we got a car to uh, Vermont. And I was in the front. And my seat was broken. 
and it was an uh, electric electronics it just moved on its own so for the whole fucking trip i was just moving forward moving back moving forward moving back moving forward it was driving me insane and then it went up and it went down and i was like is this a piss take but it wasn't it was just how it was and i don't like talking to uber drivers i remember as well one time an uber driver in new york was like he asked me if i was gay are you gay (laughs) i was like no and then after a silence of too long he's like i had sex with a man one time because god told me to (laughs) i was like okay didn't ask didn't need to know don't want to know what the fuck is up with your brain imagine doing that god should i have sex with this man yeah or else even even better you've been like wow i'm gonna have a quiet night tonight next minute god pops in your head and he's like hey marky boy be like yeah god go out there and have sex with a man why because i told you to ah fuck all right god fair enough you're the all-seeing all-knowing if you said oh jesus here i am i'm fucking a man so uber drivers no need to talk to me it's also kind of too hot in la it's too hot in new york too fucking sweat and balls it's too hot to be horny it's too hot for small talk um it was so hot people i feel like new york is like i i wonder if they're flakier in new york although there are a lot of flakes I had people in San Diego they are like, ah, oh, you're coming to San Diego, I'm so excited, I can't wait to see you, I can't wait to hang out. I get to San Diego and they're like, disappear. Didn't hear from them. Then I leave and then I hear, oh my God, you, I forgot, I fuck, I forgot, Jesus. Same as New York. I'd like, the girls in New York are the flakiest, I feel. I had a lot of girls who've been like oh i can't wait to hang out yeah welcome to the show can't wait can't wait can't wait so i didn't even make plans with other people because i'm like oh this person sound i'm gonna hang out there get their silence oh i'm out of town when are you back nodding a week later oh i hope it was fun and you're just like jesus christ a girl was like oh i want to come to your show blah 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 i was like i'll put you on the list how many people she was like just me she's like i'm single i was like all right cool then the day of the show she was like oh can you add a plus one i was like cool shows up with her fiance (laughs) i was like okay what new york new york city new york cancellation it's unreal people be like you gotta tell me when i have a show you tell them when i'm when you have a show and they're like ah Oh, I only just saw this three days after you told me. <laughs> Fuck! I didn't. When are you back here next? That's a great one. When are you? I know I was saying I was coming the whole time, but when are you back here next? You're just like, oh, okay, oh, okay. But it was too hot to go into New York. It was fucking roasting, sweating balls, and then, um. And then it was raining, and you're just like, oh, Jesus, just chilling, drinking coffee. I figured out, too, why dudes, do you know these paper straws? I was in New York, and I kept getting paper straws, and I was doing shit, and I'd forget to drink. 
and then I come back and it was all soggy. But it's only men I ever see complain about paper straws. They were like, fucking stupid straws. Fucking going soggy. Give me a nice hard straw. I want to fucking drink from the coffee. You take it out and you can't put it back in. You got to mush it back in. And I'm like, ah, because men are impotent. And their penises go soft. And that reminds them of their inadequate ways. They get very upset. <laughs> Feeling Rappaport get upset with straws. <laughs> I'd like to see it. We we were in Vermont and we meant to have two bedrooms and he only gave us one. Oh, he was going crazy. He went off the wall. Kept calling us the Pump Brothers. <laughs> it was some laugh. The two of them, ah, oh, there's some laugh. They should have their own show. I know people say that all the time, but you never hear me saying that about anyone but the two of them just going around. We the Pump Brothers. Pump Brothers. I'm getting everyone into the term pump. But then, they were actually going to Montreal that night. So I just had the hotel room myself. Oh, this is brutal. This is a tough one. This is a tough one for us all, team. Uh, you're going to be very distraught when you hear this. But we were in Vermont. And after the show, they left from the show. And I just went back to the hotel chilling. Watching some forensic files. The worst part of all these places, just everywhere that serves food closes. So I had to walk around trying to find some food, and I found like just some fucking Seven Eleven petrol station, gas gas station, and uh, they just had shitty food. So I was trying to buy healthy stuff, and I was like, oh, some some nuts, some hard boiled eggs that were in a packet that were dubious, some bananas some protein bars go back to the hotel there's nothing to do I was like I'm not boozing on my own like a fucking loser in this town Um. so I go I'm watching forensic files back at the hotel and I get a text from Jack Whitehall being like ah bad news and I said what is it he was like I got a couple of friends coming to the show tonight they were asking if you were going to be there too because we did like Saturday night, we did shows, Sunday night, and then Monday. Uh, we did like Saturday, we just did two of us doing long sets. And then Sunday, we were just going around doing different sets, different spots, fun times. But he'd invited these girls. And they flaked. And then they wanted to come on the show on Tuesday that he was doing. And he's like, yeah, the girls, they were asking if you are going to be there too, because I think we were on each other's stories. And I was like, why, who are they? And he was like, showed me. And it was a Victoria's Secret model. A Victoria, two of them, I believe, were coming, looking for me at a show. And I was in Vermont, in wearing a t-shirt and my boxers, boxer briefs, sitting on a bed watching Forensic Files. Did Sally commit the murder of her husband, Tony? Eating disgusting hair-boiled eggs and almond and cashew nuts. And, oh, I was like, fuck's sake. (laughs) Even though the shows were unreal, I was genuinely disappointed. I was upset. I was like, how quickly can I get back to New York to hang out with these Victoria's Secret models? And people be like, oh, it'll happen again. But you never know, fuckers. You never know. I could eat a dodgy hair-boiled egg and die. And then I'll be like, ah, oh, I'll be so pissed up in heaven. I'll be like, fuck's sake, God. 
You couldn't have let me hang out with that fucking unreal Victoria's Secret model that one night. Come on, God. New York's kind of weird, too. We went out, like, on Sunday. I went boozing with Jack. For some we met in an Irish bar near a club where we were performing. So we had to have a Guinness just because we had to do it, even though it was 144 degrees outside. Two of us showed up sweating, dripping balls and sweat. We were like, Christ, it's so hot. What's, what's a nice cool drink on a nice hot day? Guinness. Chugging Guinness. And then his friend was having a party. And Sundays are weird, especially in New York, too, where you think, oh, every night's busy here. It was dead out. But then we, we did go to one hotel party up on the rooftop. Never heard of the place. Didn't have a name. You had to be an A-list or a hot woman or a young rich fucker to be in there. Uh, Jack's a hot woman, so he gets he gets in anywhere he wants. Went upstairs. It was unreal. Best music. The hottest women I've seen in New York. A lot of young little fuckers, all right, though, who look like they have rich parents and never got a punch in their life. <laughs> That's what they look like. It's just like these dweebs. Um, just rooftop models. But then afterwards, we went to another show. Jesus, two of us were hammered doing another show. And then we tried to go out afterwards and everyone was dead and it was raining and we went back to Jack's hotel and just sat there and had a booze and he had a 6am call time and I had a no call time so I just went home and ate more nuts. That's all I do on the road apparently is eat almonds. Eat almonds and be like, who's, who's around? Who is around? When we were leaving that hotel, I swear Jack had the best bar exit I've ever seen a guy have. We were just leaving and at 10, this girl who was unbelievable came up to him. Hey, saw you did it a big fan. And I'm like, hey, I'm here too. Didn't care about me, but I was okay. It was Jack's time to shine. She's like, he's like, yeah, come to a show. We walk on, we keep going. I was like, Jesus, she's dead. Then straight away, a nine comes up to him. A nine comes up starts talking to him hey hey i was like hey i'm here i'm here okay this is jack's time to shine okay here i don't want to encroach anything but here i'm standing right next to him didn't care but she was unreal too two like fucking models oh savage and i was like jesus this is a good exit for you and as we were leaving the door girl was like hey i i follow you on instagram hey jack and i was like okay okay Okay, not my night. <laughs> okay, let let Jack have his time. My time will come. They're all like, yeah, we want to come to a show. The best exit I've seen. In the space of like fucking, we barely walked 25 feet. And 10, 9, 8 came up swarming them. And I was like, Jesus, New York City, baby. The city where only Uber drivers sleep sometimes. That was a great exit, though. I do like two uh, Instagram models who just lie. These two girls came to my show on s- Monday, and I know one of them, and she was like, oh, I'm in town with one of my best friends from the place we're there, Middle America. And I was like, oh, yeah, come come along. And they came, and then I was like, oh, how do you know each other? And they were like, oh, well, we knew each other from Instagram, but this is our first time meeting. And I was like, okay, best friends. 
Sounds like you're uh, best friends, all right? And then they were talking to each other, and I was just like, oh, these girls hate each other. They definitely don't like each other, 100% do not like each other, rolling their eyes, cutting across each other, being like, no. Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful to see such hatred uh, wrapped up, coddled in my best friend from my hometown. (laughs) Just weird lies. Do you know what's another weird lie? Girls who, like, these two girls recently have been, like, telling people, oh, I'm sleeping with him. He's, he's, we're fucking. And I'm like, no, we're fucking not. I never have and I never would. That makes me sad because I'm like, and I always thought it was just dudes who were losers like that. So it's sad to know that women are losers, that, that much of losers too. Don't come down to our level, ladies. Stay up high. Stay up high. Don't be... That's just weird. There's no need. Don't be chumps like us. Let the chumps... Let us men be chumps. No need to lie. Just get me drunk. Then you might have a chance. <laughs> then you might have a swing swing the wheel. I went clubbing on... When did I? Monday night. This Irish dude was like, come to a club. And I was like, ah, it's probably going to be shit. But then we went and it actually wasn't too bad. Plus free booze. Uh, Jack had to go home. He forgot his ID, but I think he was happy to go home. So he went out with this Irish guy. We were at a club. I can't remember the name. Tau or some shit like that. And there was two girls there from the show. And they had a friend. And they came up talking to me. And I was like, oh, what you doing? One was like an accountant and the other worked at some office. And then they were like, so what are we doing after? And I was like, I don't know. I'm probably going back to my hotel. And they were like, oh, you want to have a threesome? And I was like, you're the ones who said it, not me. And I thought they were joking. And then one of the girls, the accountant was like, you really want to have a threesome with me and my friend? And I was like, what's the catch? They were like, how much are you going to pay us? I said, what? And they said, how much to have a threesome with the two of us? And I said, are you really an accountant? And she said, yeah. And she showed me her swiping card. And I was like, fucking hell, you're an accountant and a whore. It's impressive. And I laughed and they left. No threesome. Very sad. Very sad. No fucking threesome. I thought my accent. I was like, oh, my accent, surely. She was like, no. A girl told me recently, she's like, oh, I love your accent. If we were having sex and you just looked at me and said, you fucking hot, fat cow, I'd be like, oh, say it again. (laughs) Call me a fat cow. I'd be like, you hot cow, fucking fat fucker. (laughs) Oh, that's it. Move for me, baby. Move for me. Come on, you fucking cow. Giddy up them steps. Provide us with milk and cheese for the family. <laughs> That's my dirty talk. Oh, get us some milk for the family. Go on, squirt out some nice milk. Oh, you like that. Get into the other field. It's time to go eat that grass. Eat the grass for me, baby. As you can tell, I'm not good at cow fucking. Um... Not that good at cow fucking. 
or dirty talk. Two of my two of my low points call fucking a dirty talk. That's why I don't like reading sex poems out loud. That was another thing. If you don't know what sex poems are, I can't help you. But if you do know what they are, uh, Rappaport and Dean, big fans of the sex poems. They got some requests to be in one, so I wrote two poems about with them in it. <laughs> like he's hilarious. Dean was telling me they were asleep in the hotel, and Rappaport had a coughing fit in his sleep, just coughing, coughing like he's dying. He's got a worse cough than me. And then while he was coughing, he just sat up in bed and yelled, suck a dick, <laughs> and coughed again, and then went back to sleep. And I was like, oh, that's impressive. That's impressive. That even in the depths of his sleep, he's still the same person. Unlike me, where I would probably wake up, sit up in bed, and sorry, mommy. I don't know. I hate paper straws because I'm impotent. That's, what I, that's my new thing that I'm going to say during sex. I hate paper straws. They remind me of my soggy dick. <laughs> the soggy dick. That, unfortunately, is probably going to be the podcast title, The Soggy Dick. Why'd you call it The Soggy Dick? Ah, just fucking straws drive me mental. Who cares about turtles? What about my dick and issues? I swear to God, I'm six foot... <laughs> I'm six foot is what a guy who's five nine usually says. I'm six foot. Don't fucking measure me, just personality wise. Personality wise. It's funny too in Vermont. We were walking around, me and the two granddads, and they were just like, Where can we get a good Chinese? Vermont is the widest place I've been to in America, it's uh just Bernie Sanders town. No Chinese for the lads? Alright, we're fading. We're fading. It's fucking hot as balls today. I feel like we need more ugly people in LA so it won't be as hot. Is that a joke? I don't even know. My brain just popped it out and it was disappointing for us all. I apologize. That's a good way to end the podcast with an apology. I apologize, dear listener. That's why I like to end sex too. Oh, fuck. Apologies. You know, we tried our best. You didn't, you didn't enjoy it, but I slogged it out. I was sweating like a whore. I probably shouldn't have stopped to drink coffee so many times. Um, sorry for calling you a dirty fucking fat cow. And saying, move for me, baby. And been on about the soggy the soggy dick and uh, the pump brothers. Um, talking about a bald woman in Albany. Maybe she's got alopecia. But she didn't because she had long hair but on the sides. Who knows what this is about? Who knows? It's been a it's been a, a hot day. Time to crack open a nice time to crack open a nice uh, nice yeasty beer. Go have a yeasty beer with your yeast infected girlfriend, and uh, you'll have a nice time. Crack open some hard boiled eggs, and go look at some Victoria's Secret models Instagram, and and think what if what if if only I'd stayed in New York sooner, longer, whatever, faster, further. Maybe then, uh, you know, that's a great way to spend your Tuesday. All right, there we go. Apologies. I'm not good at apologies either. I'm not good at talking. That's what we've come to realize as these podcasts grow and grow. Spread the good word. Don't forget a review on Amazon or on iTunes, whatever the fuck it is. Five stars. Just five stars it up, baby. It's only a couple of stars. Go on, use those fingers. Flick those fingers over. Go on, you nice fucking fat cow. 
I have said fat cow enough. Uh, there we go, fat cows. There we go. To all the cows out there, moo. And uh, to all the listeners, doing a lot of shows in LA this week. If you're around Wednesday, I'm at Laugh Factory. Thursday at the Ice House. Friday at Laugh Factory. Saturday, I think, at the Improv. Sunday, I'm at Laugh Factory in Long Beach. So come on out to a show. Don't flake, you flaky fox. Flake on. There we go. Hit me up on Instagram at the Marquez, Twitter at Trickadoo. Till next time, people. Till next time. You know, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. Come on, one more chance. Come on. I don't sleep usually with people on the first date, but for money, I will. Oh, I'm going to use that line from now on. I'm going to start flipping it around. I'm going to become the whore. Now I'm the fat cow. Goodbye, fat cows. Farewell. Go on, sure. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.